You are listening to an episode of the Rehab Sports Guys. It is March 27th on a Wednesday, 2019. I've got Ian on the phone. What's going on, brother? It has been a while. It has been a while. You know, just busy with work. Last week, especially, I know you've been working, got family stuff going on. But uh, there's a little bit of stuff. It's going to be a very short episode, people. We apologize. But uh, by the time you get this, you'll be listening to it. So I'm going to let Ian bring us in, and we'll have a quick discussion real quick, give you all a little bit, and then hopefully give you all some solo stuff later. So what's on the what's on the agenda, brother? Kind of want to talk about the big injury to uh, Nurkic. Or Nurkic. Portland Trailblazers, how it affects the way the West will play out, because it's a very effective injury. Kind of discuss that, and then take some questions that we got on our Twitter sphere, and talk a little bit about the NCAA tournament, and maybe how it looks to, uh, goes towards the NBA draft. All right, that sounds good. I guess we'll start off with Portland. It's a, a devastating injury for them because he's a 15 and 10 guy. And he plays defense, and their backup center is Ennis Cantor, who might be the worst defensive player ever now. Cantor will give an opportunity to make him some money if he can produce enough on the offensive end. Portland was one of those sneaky teams in the West, but I think this really hurts their ability. They still have Dame. They still have CJ. They've got a decent bench with uh, Seth Curry and Rodney Hood coming off the bench. But I'm not sure, and a lot of this depends on matchups because the like the bottom four of the West have been flip flopping for the past couple games. So I think it right now I think they'd be the three seed, and I think and if they want to have any chance, I think they need to draw Utah or San Antonio in the first round. I would have to agree because then you don't have to worry about Gobert uh, with Utah. I was talking about with some people on Twitter uh, about who they want to play because you sure as heck don't want to play Golden State you sure as heck don't want to play uh, the Nuggets Houston maybe with Capella you can survive the center position but then I don't know how well you match up with Harden one on one as far as defense goes so that's going to kill you so they really need to kind of stay in that four seed because if you fall too far far back which is easy to do in the west you fall to the six and you got to play Houston if you fall further than that because teams like the Clippers are playing well, the Spurs have been hot of late. It's, I mean, it's it's going to be a bloodbath. Well, and the thing I think about Portland real quick is that if you go look at their tournament history since Lillard got there, they've won two playoff series and they've been put out in the first round, I think, three times. And so the expectations really, I mean, I know that this is kind of a wrench in their plans, because, but this could end up, being just a normal thing for them because I don't really go too far in the playoffs. I didn't have them getting past the second round. And like I said, I don't want to get too much into the matchups because they've been changing every day. But I think this injury hurts them. But, I mean, they're already in the playoffs. So I think that it just – I think if they had any chance of going to the Western Conference Finals, I think this kind of negates that. Oh, I agree. The biggest problem with Portland is I've never really watched a game where all – Three of the like the stars, Nurkic, uh, CJ McCollum, and Dane, all balled in like the same game. They've all kind of been uh, up and down. I mean, yeah, they're averaging r- really good, but as far as like a team, it's kind of yeah. They don't seem to be hitting on all cylinders. The the, the shots thing seems to have kind of just that they, they they seem to be a team that they don't have a great direction. But there is rumors 
There is rumors about LaMarcus Aldridge maybe wanting to come back to Portland at some point. I know him and Lillard, there's, the rumor mill says they've been having conversations, so that could be a thing. But obviously, we won't get too much, and we won't get into free agency. But, yeah, I think it sucks, but I think this is Ennis Canner's time to, uh, to to get him a payday because they're going to definitely need him in that center position. And just be – just don't give up every bucket at the rim. I mean, because he, he, offensively, Ennis Canner's a great player. He's a great offensive player, always has been. So, we'll see. We'll see what that bench does. Um, hey, hold on one second. All right, and we are back. I had to take a quick break for the UPS man to show up and deliver me a package for my wife. But, yeah, I would agree with everything about Canner. So. <laughs> But that's kind of, I just wanted to touch on that because I think it's a really big injury into what it does as far as the playoffs go. And again, like you said, we'll, once we see the matches, we'll definitely do a show about how how each matchup we think will play out. But I kind of wanted to transition into uh, how the NCAA tournament and the NBA kind of coexist this time of year. When you're watching the NCAA, thinking about these possible NBA careers, and one thing that comes to mind is how good is Duke and all these players? And we got a question on Twitter. Let me find it, and I'll shout out who asked it. Uh, it's by What You Expect Pod. You can find them at WYE Pod. And they asked, when do y'all have Duke losing in the tournament? And I don't know about Jesse, but my, me personally, I have them losing in an Elite Eight to Michigan State. A, a normally healthy Michigan State team, I would have, I would be right there with you. The more this tournament goes on, the more I just think that if you that if the thing is, you have to hope Zion has a bad game. If Zion has a bad game, then the rest of those guys can't keep Duke in a game. We've seen that. I think that one thing I'll agree with David, our buddy, on is Duke did get a very very favorable bracket. Had Duke been in North Carolina's bracket. Because I, I wanted I wanted to agree with you and not have I, – I did it every way to try to keep Duke out of the Final Four, and I couldn't find a way to do it. Michigan State's going to have to play out of their minds. Um, because I would say something to you. If Duke was playing Auburn like North Carolina is, I would have Duke losing that game because Auburn can get up and down the court. They have a great backcourt. And if they hit their shots, we know that Duke's the worst three-point shooting team left in the tournament – and it's really not that they can't shoot the three. They've just been inconsistent all year, kind of like we talked about with Portland in the NBA. So I, I have Duke I have Duke winning the championship, but I would not be surprised um, if I think what could hurt them is you don't want Zion in the national championship game because I think he's built for that moment. But the final four, I would have to look that up. But I have them losing either in the final four or winning the championship. Um, I think it would be... Yes, yes, it'd be Gonzaga. So, and that could be a game they could lose. They've already lost to him once. So, I would probably say Gonzaga. But I just, I guess I should be over the not trusting Gonzaga since they've been to a national championship game now. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, but I also told y'all that, or I at least told David, I said Taco Falls and UCF were gonna uh, cause problems for the Duke team, which they did, and they basically could have won the game. Yeah, Duke's still here though. So I mean, I, I mean, I think North Carolina is the, is my favorite to win the tri- title right now, just because they've withstood their bracket so far. And I mean, 
can Kentucky's going to be interesting because I think it's going to be I, it's it's going it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But we, I, I know that um, Duke Kentucky's a possibility, but what we I, I don't, I'm not too sold on Kentucky yet either. Though PJ Washington could help them a lot. That, that's huge for them to get back PJ Washington. Is he's probably a lottery pick when healthy, and he's been inconsistently healthy. Not healthy. There we go. I can't talk. But with Travis in the middle and Hero, who reminds me so much of Clay Thompson every time I watch them, that team is a very, very dangerous two seed. Yes, they are. That Walker game was really important for them defensively to show that they can play defense. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, that was a good question. Uh, but we kind of parlayed this. So how do you feel about, as a Cavs fan, who are you looking forward to getting in the top three to five picks? Okay, so does the kid from Murray State play shooting guard? He's a, he's, a, he's kind of like uh, Russell Westbrook. He's a point guard, but he's kind of a combo guard. Yeah, see, that's my only issue with wanting him is the fact that you've already got Colin Sexton, who's been putting up numbers but doesn't get a lot of assists. That could be a good con- – I would like him. Of course, Zion would be great. Um, and Zion would be great because if you could get a center, then you could run a lineup with Colin Sexton at the one, whoever your two guard's going to be. Then you would have Zion at the three, Kevin Love at the four, and then Tristan Thompson at center. That is – I think that would motivate both Tristan and Kevin Love. Kevin Love could play his natural power forward position, stretch out, hit threes. He doesn't have to guard centers. So I think that could be interesting, but it'd also be cool with Barrett. I haven't looked too far into the tournament, but uh, I, I like that Dean kid out of Kansas State, but I would have to do more draft analysis. I don't trust any of the Kentucky kids, and I'm not really big on Cam Reddish. So. Yeah, Cam Reddish has been up and down this year, but that's partly because he's falling the third field. I just think R.J. Barrett has shown with Zion being out that he can play because of uh, – He's had several 30-point games this year. He's averaging like 22 a game. So, I mean, and I don't want to sleep on there's one person that if I'm a, and since I'm a Mavericks fan, if we can sneak into the top five, I'd love to, uh, because if we don't get top four, the pick goes to Atlanta. Oh, okay. Because of that uh, trade with Atlanta last year to get uh, Luka. So, I'm looking at R.J. Barrett as far as, like, anybody that's on him or Kobe White from North Carolina. Yeah, Kobe White's been good this year. Um, Luke May's going to be an interesting player to see where he ends up. and Because he reminds me a lot of Kevin Love. Um, I don't think he's as good as Kevin Love, but he reminds me of Kevin Love. He's been averaging about 15. Uh, basically, the last month of the season, he's been 15 and 13. Yeah, I would just have to look at his measurables and see how big he was compared to other NBA players. That'd be my only thing with him. But, I mean, he's been in North Carolina. Like, he might be ready to retire from basketball because he's been in North Carolina for, like, 20 years. <laughs> but very, very good college player. Yeah. And then uh, there was one more thing I'm going to get to before I got to get out of here. Uh, oh, I don't remember what it was now. I don't remember. I just went brain dead. Oh, uh, someone asked us on Twitter, who has the better young core, depending on who you get in the draft, Cleveland or Dallas? Well, Dallas has Luka and Porzingis, so if Porzingis stays healthy, I think that nod goes to Dallas. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. not really fond of, but the Cavs have Colin Sexton and not really much else. I think it's Zion that changes everything, but 
the, the Cavs are hopefully going to be able to get out of some bad contracts to start building. I would agree. So, I've got to get out of here and get back to some work. Good talking with you, brother. All right, man. Well, have a good day at work, and I'll holler at you later. All right. Peace. Well, that was Ian, the other half of the kicker and the outlaw. And I'm going to look up on Twitter to tell you where you can find him. Um, He's at work today. I've got some work to do, so we're going to keep this pretty short. David is doing David's stuff, which means he's probably on Twitter right now or sleeping. But we wanted to give you all a little podcast to break down some quick stuff, the injury with Portland and also with the young core of I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. He and David are Dallas Mavericks fans. For all you Arkansas fans that might listen to this, Mike Anderson got fired. I'm sure a lot of you are very happy about that. I wouldn't say that I'm happy. I would say that based on results, you probably need to go in a different direction. But remember where the program was when he took over. So it is in better shape, but you don't want it to decline back into that. So I think it was a a move that needed to be made. Mike Anderson's never had a losing season, but he's also never gotten to the Sweet 16 with Arkansas. And so we'll some news around the league. So everyone is going crazy about the MVP race. And I don't want to spend too much time in that because I would like to talk with my guys about that. But... Also, I would say that it's between Giannis and James Harden. I don't think there's a wrong pick here. I think they're MVPs for a different reason. Without Harden, the Rockets are probably losing every game. He almost has to do all that ridiculousness stuff, like all this 30 points and shooting the ball 30 times every game to keep them in games. I don't know what went on with their rest of their core. I know they've been injured all year, but now that everyone's kind of been healthy, they just don't seem to, like, they still seem to be relying on James Harden. Whereas the Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the NBA by record. And they have Giannis, who is having a very, very good statistical year, averaging, I want to say it's like 26 and 12, which no one's ever had. No one's averaged that since Oscar Robertson and the triple double year. Or I think it was like, because he had, I think he's at like 26, 12, and 6. And so. I mean, but the Bucks seem to do well when Giannis doesn't play great, and so I think that's taken into consideration. We, it's the most. That's why I hate it being called the most valuable player award because it should be called the best player award, or you know, because there's different assets of what makes you valuable. And are you most valuable to that team? You the most valuable player in the NBA? Do we go by PER? Because Anthony Davis's PER is through the roof, and he's not even playing fourth quarters anymore. It's going to be a great off season. Um, once you know, it's going to be a great playoffs and a great offseason. And I think that the free agency stuff is going to be great. The NCAA tournament has seemingly gone well. I haven't got to watch a lot of the games because I work during most of them. Um, I still have my entire Elite Eight, which is nice. And so I'm still like only 50% on my bracket. So 
we don't really have a lot on deck today. I'm sure that if you want to send your Twitter questions, we will send you the Twitter link real quick. Because I know that some of y'all are going to want to talk about the Conor McGregor thing. My Twitter is at jwillsportsguy. And then you can find us, the Rehab Sports Guys, at Rehab Sports Guys. And real quick, you can find... Uh, you can also follow David and Ian's podcast at House and Shambles. That's H-O-U-S-E-N-S-H-A-M-B-L-E-S. They talk a lot about more about their teams. You can find Ian at Ian underscore Rehab Sports. That is I-A-N underscore Rehab Sports. And you can find David at underscore Cursed Villain. C underscore C-U-R-S-E-D-V-I-L-L-A-I-N. And we are also part of a community called the Rise Up Pod Community. And you can find them at R-U-P-O-D Community. So R-U-P-O-D Community. And that's where you can find us. So send us some questions. Let us know what you guys want to talk about. I know baseball is coming up. And Bryce Harper just got the super deal. And Jake DeGrom just got signed. And... NASCAR is underway. Listen, if you ask me anything about some damn NASCAR, I ain't got nothing for you. Um, That's just not really my sport. I don't follow it too much. Is Tiger going to win a major? This is the good part of the year. We have lots of sports going on. Ian and David, my guys, we are the rehab sports guys. We love doing this stuff. But just guys, be patient with us. We have other stuff going on. So we would like to keep y'all in tuned. And there isn't, oh, so real quick, I would like to get into something before I get off the mic and post this to Anchor, which will then post it. Hopefully, it posted to Spotify, which you can find us, the Rehab Sports Guys, on Spotify. If you're an iTunes person and you have an an iPhone and all that, well, I feel bad for you, but I'm just kidding. You can find us on iTunes at the Rehab Sports Guys. You can find us on CastBox. I think it's Stitcher. Podbean, all those pod apps. Just hit us if uh, with your how you listen to pods, and we'll let us let you know if you can hear us on there. So the Antonio Brown Pittsburgh Steelers things real quick. So Antonio Brown is now a Raider. Le'Veon Bell is now a Jet. Now all this stuff's coming out about Big Ben and Mike Tomlin. Listen, this is either the best thing that ever happened to the Steelers organization, or it's going to be the downfall temporarily because they will figure out how to get better with or without. Roethlisberger and Tomlin this is the year that I think that they're gonna have to put it all together and they're gonna have to prove that they can win without distractions because a lot of times they thrive through this but it never got them to a Super Bowl or a Super Bowl championship and so my thoughts are AB talked his way out of town I think that he's he's culpable in this so it's Ben I don't think Ben's ever been the greatest leader but I'm not inside that organization I wish Jeremy Fowler would you know Post some nice stuff instead of all this garbage, but I mean that's his job. He's the beat writer, so and he he brings us the stories and he brings us the information, and so good job for him. I just hope that the Steelers can get it back because there's still a lot of talent on this roster. They they got the Moncrief guy from Jacksonville. They've got Juju Smith Schuster. They've got Vance McDonald, James Conner, Ben Roethlisberger just threw for a, a billion yards and thirty four. I think it was like thirty four touchdowns last year. And still throwing interceptions, so we'll see. Um, and for all you Cleveland fans, I would just like you to know, the Cleveland Browns fans, because I'm with you with the Indians and the Cavs, but I've been over that before. If you haven't heard it, go listen to the introduction on my anchor. And so, 
just be careful about about saying that the Browns are going to be this good this quick. They're definitely not the trash team they used to be. But let us see OBJ and Baker Mayfield. And they signed Kareem Hunt. They still have Duke Johnson. Let's And they still have Nick Chubb. So let's be careful before we put too much on this team. But I think the Browns are going to be exciting. And I, do I think they could win the division? Yes. Because Cincinnati is Cincinnati and... They don't seem to be getting better on offense, and, you know, they just lost perfect, finally got rid of his butt. And so it's the Browns and the Steelers and the Ravens, and the Ravens have a quarterback who hasn't proven that he can throw the ball yet. He's only played part of a year. I get it, so I'm not – this is not a shot at Lamar Jackson. But let's let's just take a deep breath because everyone did this with the Browns last year, and they didn't make the playoffs. I know the Steelers didn't either, but that doesn't change the fact that the Browns didn't. So I think we should be careful. I think we should let everything play out, and we'll see how it goes. But you know what? We still got the NBA going on. We got the NBA, the draft coming up. Skip Bayless thinks Will Greer is great. I'm not sure about that, but I've always I always liked Will Greer. I have hopes for him, but him over Dwayne Haskins is interesting. So I think that we have a lot of material coming up, guys. We got the the NBA season is finally almost over. I'm so ready for the playoffs. Not that the regular season can't be good, but man, it's time for the playoffs. MLB's kicking off. We're gonna come up on the Masters. We've got the NFL draft in ten, in Nashville, Tennessee. David's trying to get me to go. I don't know if I can go, but we're gonna try. We've got. The NBA draft will be in this summer, so for the next couple months, we should have a lot of material, and then we'll get into the dog days of summer where we'll probably give you a lot more top fives and historical stuff because there won't be as much going on. And for all you soccer fans, we know that y'all play soccer year-round, but that's not really our sport. But if you want to hop on and talk to us about some soccer, hit us up. So this has been a production of the Rehab Sports Guys. I guess this was the kicker and the outlaw. Not really sure where we're going to post this under, but it's been a Rehab Sports Guys production. I am Jay Will, the sports guy, Jesse Williams. And on the phone today, we had Ian Hall, who we have decided is the Iron Man of the group because he does all the technical stuff. I'm Thor because I'm kind of wizardy and I crack all the jokes. And then I guess David's the Hulk because he's always angry. But we haven't really run that by David. So, David, if you listen to this, tell us which Marvel character you are. And don't don't, don't, don't say Deadpool because that would actually be really funny. David might be Deadpool. But this has been a Rehab Sports Guys Productions signing off. We will see you guys later. Peace out and God bless.